This is the Herald Express, Devon Live, Talker United Yellow Army podcast, recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DL or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe, search for Talker United on iTunes. You'll find us there as well. Welcome to the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast. Um, I have to say, if you're sitting in a dingy office or something somewhere, we're not. We're out under a cloudless blue sky at Seal Hain. It's nice here, isn't it? First time for weeks and weeks and weeks. Spring is definitely sprung. Oh, it's lovely. And it's a gorgeous day. And the team, after many weeks of training mostly on the all-weather pitch, as nice as it is at South Devon College, in Paynton are finally back and the pitches are mown yeah. uh, and they're about to uh, to go out for a training session which, which uh, Gary certainly and all the players look as if they're thoroughly looking forward to. They certainly do. So yeah, just to paint a picture for you because a lot of fans won't have been out here this is the Sealhane campus it's on the, uh, the Ashburton Road out of Newton Abbott um, it's just off the driveway that leads up to the big house that was Seal Hayne Agricultural College and, and more recently which of Hannes. Which almost closed at the moment, which is a very, very sad development. But uh, the, the Seal Hayne United section of Seal Hayne is not part of that. It's owned on, it's, the land is owned separately from that. And uh, there are three full-size pitches, uh, one slightly smaller one. Uh, changing rooms, treatment rooms, gym, etc., 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 and uh, a lot of work's gone out, gone on out here over the last few years. It still isn't finished. The pitches aren't quite what they, some of them are, and they aren't quite what the club would like, it, you know, ideally. Yeah. But this more um, work planned out here. And uh, this main pitch that we're standing next to is in lovely condition, though, isn't it? Wouldn't you want to get out and kick a ball on that? You certainly would. I mean, it's partly the reason it's been lovely condition is because no one's run around on it for <laughs> for quite a while because it has been too wet. But um, uh, the weather's finally relented, and uh, uh, not just from a football point of view, but from a supporter point of view. And we've now got hopefully a, a nice few days as well leading into the game against Willstone. We have indeed. Now. Um, Gary Johnson was saying in his press conference which has, has just happened um, a few moments ago that if the the latter part of this season had been a storyline in Roy of the Rovers comic people wouldn't believe it and he's got a point hasn't he? I think he's referring to the fact that simply that the, the, the um, extraordinary amount of points that United have gained yeah. since he turned up he, he wouldn't take all the credit for it himself but 26 matches, league games 20 wins Three draws and three defeats. Yeah, um, I think they were thirteenth or fourteenth in the table when he took over. They're now two points clear at the top with mm-hmm. the game in hand, and we are coming down to the absolute crunch. Seven, um, just seven games left. It's amazing, it isn't it? Is. Where, Where this... did all that go? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> uh, well, of course, you know they do say you know time flies when you're enjoying yourself, doesn't <laughs> it? So, um, uh, but but and, and apart from one or two odd blips. Uh, along the way yeah. it has been pretty enjoyable it has so we would say that it's an enormous eight days that we're heading into the whole of the season has been building up to these these eight days with three games in them well it's interesting isn't it that a few weeks ago when the Chelmsford game was called off we didn't know that Chelmsford was going to be slotted in between Wheelstone on Saturday and then Woking away on April the 6th and when the league turned around and told Torquay to play 
uh, yeah. at Chelmsford on April the 2nd. I don't think Gary was best pleased, although he refused to come out in public and say so. And everybody else went, what? You know, <laughs> what a week that's going to be all of a sudden. And yet now, I think the players, you know, because of the way things have gone in between, the players are actually relishing this yeah. prospect of three huge matches in the space of eight days. And of course, as Gary was just saying, if, a, if you give a player a choice between training on a Tuesday or playing a football match on a Tuesday, they'll always go for playing a football match. Yeah. So the three games are, just in case you need reminding, we're at home to Wealdstone on Saturday, Who 3 o'clock at Playmore. In the playoffs and trying to stay there. Absolutely. Tuesday night is the rearranged game. It's that game in hand. It's home to Chelmsford, 7.45, Tuesday uh, night They are definitely in the playoffs. Uh, no, well, they're not mathematically sure, but they are well in there. Fourth, and then, I think. And then Saturday week, the game, interestingly, Gary isn't talking about the Saturday never game on Saturday week. He never mentioned the, 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 woke, the W the word, w word. <laughs> once in his press conference. It was all about Wheelstone Chelmsford. And you can see why, can't you? Because they're two enormous games. We need. He's hoping to get good, uh, good home support. He's hoping the place is going to be bouncing. Well, I think Saturday is, is, a, is a, a huge, huge day for the whole club. I, mm. I, I think, you know... <laughs> Talkie supporters have been unbelievable the last few years. Uh, that you know, they, they 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 are second to none in the way that they've supported this club over yeah. the last few years, with precious little to cheer about. In fact, almost nothing to cheer about. Uh, years of being struggling against relegation, they haven't gone away. That's why Gary Johnson. One of the reasons why Gary Johnson came here in the first place. Uh, and we're now at the point where we've got a Saturday home game yeah. uh, with promotion. <laughs> an arm's length away mm -hmm. uh, it's hopefully going to be a pretty nice day uh, I, I, I really hope for the whole club's point of view for the supporters for the players for everybody that there's one of the biggest gates of the season yeah. because now's the time well, I, and the Chelmsford game on Tuesday again that's it's a game that we I were think absolutely Tuesday night kind of take care of themselves in a funny mm -hmm. sort of way yeah. you, the lights are on it's dark it's always a good atmosphere on a Tuesday night against you know, at, yeah. at Plainmore, uh, and I'm sure there'll be a good crowd for that as well, especially if um, if United beat Wheelston on Saturday. Uh, but it's it's just th this Saturday home game. It's so important now. Yeah. There'll only be six games left after after Saturday. If United can win that game, it just puts Woking under so much more pressure, doesn't it? They're away to Bath. Well, and you know, you do the maths. It's fairly obvious. I'm sure every United fan has been looking at that league table and looking yeah. at that league, the, the, the remaining fixtures almost on an hourly basis over the last few days. Well, I mean, talking of two points clear now, let's say that Woking get a draw at Bath. Let's just, just for argument's sake, Woking get a draw at Bath. If Torquay can win these two home games... Well, we've just been talking to Asa Hall a few minutes ago, which, which you know, uh, people will be able to listen to as part of the podcast. Uh, and he, he almost described, I think it was the phrase he used to describe the Chelmsford matter as a free hit. Mm. Well, he, 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 it isn't a free hit, and he knows that, but it's the game where Woking can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's United's game in hand. So even let's assume that Woking win at Bath on Saturday... As long as United beat Wheelstone, 
then the Chelmsford match becomes a free yeah. hit. Not necessarily from United's point of view, but from Woking's point of view. They have to sit there next Tuesday night and put all fingers and toes yeah. and, uh, together and hope that United don't beat, don't beat Chelmsford. Because the maths say that if United win their next two matches, even if Woking win at Bath on Saturday... Um, then it becomes so much harder because they'll be down to five yeah. games left, including the match against Torquay yeah. at Kingfield next yeah. Saturday. Tough stuff. OK, let's, uh, let's have a listen for a moment uh, to what uh, Asa Hall has to say. So we're joined by Asa Hall out here at Sealhaven where the lawnmower has just started up, but um, I think I think we can manage with that. Asa, welcome along to the podcast. Beautiful Thank day you. out here. Yeah, it's lovely. What a lovely day. First You're time back. training on grass for yeah, a while, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, you know, we haven't been able to get here because of the weather, so you know, it's going to be bone dry now because we've had two days of sun, so <laughs> that's the way it is. But Feast or famine. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to get back on the grass and you know, prepare for Saturday. Two enormous home games coming up before we can even think about an away day trip. I mean, the, yeah. Gary Johnson was just saying in there that you know he's hoping you guys deserve a big crowd. He hopes you get a couple of big crowds. You know, do you think they've got a part to play in this? Oh, 100 percent. I think they've been fantastic all season, and you know we've set up now two big home games, and you know we've put the work into the last three games have been you know, huge, three clean sheets, and we've we've set ourselves up for for this. Um, period now and hopefully we can take advantage of the home games you know before that travel yeah. next week and you've been in this position before you've been in teams that have been pushing for promotion before how does this feel in comparison it's definitely similar to the the Cheltenham promotion um, you know it's sort of neck and neck for a long time and then you sort of get your nose in front and a belief starts you know around the camp and around everyone I think and now, although we've believed now we can sort of see the light at the end of the tunnel yeah so you've got in, in the background you've got a couple of teammates helping you with the, yeah, uh, with the podcast yeah they're doing yeah, a good yeah. job there's a really good atmosphere in the Sandals squad right? background, <laughs> it is as usual yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good atmosphere in the squad though good banter going on it is it's a great group um, and I think you know everyone's sort of on the same page and enjoying things and wanting to work hard to get us over yeah. that line have, so, you, are you, have you? How many? We all talk about Gary Johnson's. You know what is it? Five. He's won so far. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. Is is the uh, Asa Hall career laden with <laughs> honours and promotions? Uh, I've had one promotion and won two league cups. Right. So, um, yeah. so you're due an, you're due another one. Yeah, I've got a few bits in the trophy cabinet, but yeah. I'd like to add another one. Good. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah. Be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. In some ways, when we were we were looking back, when the, the these the away games and keeping clean sheets and these two home games coming up with Chelmsford slapped in the middle of it I'm sure when we all saw that Chelmsford had been fixed in the week between Wilston and um, Woking everybody went oh goodness sake what's, what's all that about in some ways do you think that maybe it might have actually come a, a quite a good outcome I'm sure you'd rather play on Tuesday night than train on the Tuesday oh yeah I think you know especially now business end of the season what four yeah. weeks left you want to get the games going and um, to, to have that game when they don't play is massive and you know sort of a free hit for us that we want to take advantage of and I think yeah time has been perfect for it mm, yeah and, and you're playing you have you know you seem to have really yeah I'm enjoying I, I don't think I've seen you playing better this yeah season, I'm really or? enjoying it at the moment and um, you know it's, a, it's an easy team to play in uh, and that's quite strange to say but everyone's working as hard as each other so 
you know you don't feel you don't come off the pitch and feel like you've been slumped because you've done all the running in a sense so everyone's putting their fair share in and it's it's um you know sharing the load big games coming up i mean big crowds the the opposition will try and get in your face they'll try and you know try all kinds of tricks not that you're an old man Asa, but how, how much of a role have the senior players got to play in this um i think it's huge um you know i was thinking about it yesterday actually that it's such a young squad and yeah now it is the you know the important part and these next few games are massive so i think we've got to sort of steady the ship um calm everyone down if that's needed and you know um control the, the situation at times and yeah i think me Liam, ryan dixon you know there's, a, there's some good heads in that change rooms and you know we've got to pull people through have you Absolutely. noticed in the last obviously since we lost to western supermare mm-hmm. you know after a, after a and we'd had Bath away, we'd lost at Welling. I know we'd won the games in between, but yeah. you know that Western Supermare was a real kind of whoops, what's yeah. happening? And you've gone away, Billericay clean sheet, Dartford clean sheet, Concord Rangers clean sheet. Has there been a, a slight, even if it is slight, sort of change of mentality and attitude? Has, has, has yeah. there been a more right now? We're, this is this is kind of like different now yeah I think definitely that's the message that's come from the gaffer I mean we watched the Western game back and you had lots of chances in that match we did I think we realised you know it felt like the worst defeat ever on the Saturday which it always does and um, quite rightly so but then we watch it back on the Monday and we've created like 26 chances or something to their three or you know so you you put that in perspective and you know you just say to the lads you know that's what we've got to do we've got to create those chances but keep the back door shut and yeah, I think we've up that in a sense the defensive work has been, yeah. been fantastic yeah, yeah. It's, it's certainly looked like it from the sidelines so it, it's, yeah. it's not like anybody's out there to look good no it, definitely it's, it's you know, out there we've won ugly a couple done. of times and yeah. you need that when you're trying to win a championship yeah you know it's all very well walking off and waving at everybody who scores sevens and fives and all that kind of stuff and yeah. people slap you on the back and we're the top scoring team in the league and blah yeah. blah 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 it's quite but, easy to expect that though sometimes yeah, exactly. especially going away to like Concord or yes. you, you think oh you know it's going to be four or five but I think we all knew it was going to be a 1-0 or 2-1 so yeah. Um, yeah, you that, all looked happy with that I don't, obviously yeah. you want to win as many as you can but it was like you, you all looked this is what we're here to do yeah, definitely and um, that's what you can feel in the change rooms at the moment it's really good, good. excellent thanks Jason. we better let you get to training no problem Thank thanks you. for your time have a good day cheers Okay, thanks for that, Asa. There's an interesting point here, of course, that on our podcast last week, we had the likely lads. We had Kyle Cameron and Sean McDonald. We did, and who good then proceeded, they were. Absolutely, and Kyle proceeded to score the only goal of the game at Concord. And his first of the season. And Sean had, had a great game and a, well, a world-class save. He, he did. He, he, I think one of the... Coming, travelling back after the game, you always think because the people we work for want man of the matches and yeah. stuff like that and you think who's the best who's the man of the match out of that and I ended up um, giving it to McDonald yeah. not because he had the greatest game of his career or even of this season he didn't I still think the best game of his season was at Dulwich Hamlet when United won 2-0 and he kept them in that game for, for quite a while it was on Saturday on a bobbly pitch at Concord he kicked his kicking was faultless yeah and he almost had so little to do that went to pull that save off mm. completely out of the blue in a way. And he hadn't been under that much pressure. He hadn't been diving. He hadn't been having one of those days, you know, where keep, you look at a keeper and say, they're never going to beat him. Look at him, you know. Yeah. He pulled that save out of the blue 
when it counted to win United that match. And I think that's harder for a goalkeeper to yeah. do very often than it is with one of those days where he's having to come and catch everything and tip stuff around the post. There we go. So Kyle comes on the podcast, scores the winner. If Asa scores this weekend... <laughs> Get in. There's going to be some pressure on this podcast, isn't there? <laughs> Who do we select, Who do we next, select week? next week? <laughs> there we go. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. So the, the Concord game, let's talk a bit, little bit more about the Concord game. Now, there's one thing we do need to get out of the way, which was a rather rash promise that Gary Johnson may have made ahead of the game, which involves Kyle Cameron. Yes. Um, I, I think he, when he first said it at the press conference, he sort of, as he started saying it, he thought, oh, this could be, <laughs> this could be a problem. And, uh, but but he'd, he'd said it before he could stop himself in a way. And then, of course, Kyle Cameron came out afterwards and confirmed so that it, Gary had said, as, as he had said, he, he did reveal later that, that, that oh, was it 12 years ago at Bristol City, uh, when uh, Liam Fontaine was hadn't scored since the old king died, he turned around to him one day in the dressing room and said, "If you score today, <laughs> I'll drop my trousers in Burton's." I think that yeah. was that, that in uh, that it's, it's a variant time. on the show my backside in Woolworths <laughs> window. That's isn't it? right. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and Fontaine duly went out and scored, and of course Gary ended up in front. Uh, Helen Chamberlain, absolute goals fanatic, who happened to, who was hosting uh, um, Sky's Soccer AM in those days. What a bad decision it was to get terrible, rid of her. Terrible decision. Um, she eventually got Gary on and he duly had to do it on Soccer <laughs> AM where the Bristol City players took pot shots at uh, Gary Johnson's backside. Uh, he was very quick to stress that they all missed that yes, day. Yeah. But I think he, th- he threw it in in the dressing room last week because Carl Cameron is one of only three players, there's only two now, outfield players in the squad. And we're discounting Olaf Casella because he hasn't been involved for all that long. Uh, one of only three players who hadn't scored this season. I think he turned around and jokingly <laughs> said, Oi, if you get one today, I'll. And of course, Carl Cameron duly scores, heads, heads the winner. Um, but uh, as Gary said since, Sorry, I'm not a serial mooner. I think that's what he said, and there's no way, there's no way I'm I'm doing that. So, uh, a well-known Italian uh, restaurant chain can rest easy. So there, there will be some kind of forfeit, but it'll I, be I, I, funny enough. It'll I, be more decorous I, than I, that. Absolutely, and he said it definitely won't involve any part of his anatomy. Splendid. So, I'm uh, glad to um, hear that. We'll probably have to check whether whether they have uh, held him to anything. Good game at Concord, though. Good result. Good goal that settled it. Well, I Good think yes, it was. It was. It was exactly of a par with Billericay away, and and I tell you what, it was an indication, wasn't it, of, of how long United it's been since United have trained out here at Seal Hain, That when we walked into Gary's office, there was still a big chart on the board, yeah, uh, uh, relating to the forthcoming game against Western Supermare, <laughs> and uh, so that's what three weeks ago, something yeah. like that, maybe even a bit longer. There's another so, little insight for the fans here. In these days of computerized everything, there is still a paper flip chart yeah. on the wall, the kind of thing that people go through in those interminable presentations that you have to go to at work and, and forget <laughs> instantly but you wouldn't forget this one there's a flip chart on the wall there yeah. with um, tactical details which we will not divulge no. and of course United lost that game uh, 2-1 at home to Western Supermare but since then clean sheet at Billericay clean sheet at home to Dartford with 10 men clean sheet at Concord Rangers all three teams trying to get in the playoffs or in or in it and at the time and Concord was, was right on a par with those performances. Yeah. It's as if since Western Supermare and, and you know, um, Aza has talked about that already, there's been this, right, no, mu- no more mucking about, not that they were mucking about, yeah. but you know what I mean. We are going to make sure that if teams score against us, they have to work so hard for it 
you know, it'll be like manna from heaven. Yeah. And, and United played last Saturday. It wasn't a great game. Small pitch, bobbly. Uh, I felt a bit sorry for Calvin Kalala because it wasn't a day for him to be running at people. Not, not conducive to a no to a, a dribble player. No, that, that's right. It it was percentage football. United worked so hard at it. Seiko Jane put a hell of a shift in up front, and and I'm only mentioning him because. He stood out. They yeah. all did. You yeah. Know, um, uh, uh, Ruri Keating, uh, Connor Lemonhay Evans in midfield. They just all put big shifts in to keep Concord in their own in their own half and keep them under yeah. pressure. Uh, Jamie Sandals White came in for Jean-Yves Kouenyarte. I thought it was a great touch to take Niarte with them on that trip. Yeah. Obviously, he'd been sent off against Dartford. But interesting that because I mean. It, it, it goes without saying, in a way, but it's a very supportive atmosphere, isn't it? And they, you know, they didn't sort of make him a scapegoat for anything. They no, him, I think it know. was a follow-up to what Gary had said in half-time when he got sent off against Darford, when he turned round and, and 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 played that card of, oi, he could end up carrying the can for this if we don't yeah. beat the, the, these. You know, you you could be in his shoes. You know, in next week, the week after, whenever. Right, everybody needs to get him out of this. Yeah. You know, uh, and, you know, it was his fault. He apologised. OK, finished, gone. And as part of that, they took him along to, to Concord. Um, he did a bit of training as well, so that kept him yeah. ticking over. So he's available, of course, now for uh, for the Wheelston game this, this weekend. Um, uh, Jamie Sanders-White came in last Saturday and did a very, very solid job in a back four that was excellent. Yeah. Um, well, the mere fact that... Sean McDonald had so few saves to make that afternoon was it was a just a clue as to how well the people in front of him had played, how solidly they yeah. played. Yeah, it was good all, all round team. Before. I'm just and gonna... a set piece goal. Yeah, yeah, which quite a few United fans have been commenting on. Oh, they never looked like scoring from a set piece. Well, they did on Saturday. I'm going to break off and do. And I'm going to go all country file here again, Dave, because this is the Skylarks are singing now. There's a, there's a faint agricultural waft coming across the pitch here this is the smell of mown grass so some of these players who've done their training in uh, in, in in city uh, locations this is uh, this no, is it's, it's a it's a great it's amazing right from the word go this always had the potential out here to be brilliant a brilliant training base yeah it's had a lot of problems it still has has, has some problems to solve you know there are drainage issues you know uh, um, which which still have to be resolved but for a lot of the time, except in the middle of winter, this is an absolutely great place yeah. to, 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 to train and be in. Gary Hours absolutely loved it when he came. Um, and it, it's still a place that you can bring a prospective signing to and say, right, we've got South Devon College, come and have a look at that. And then, by the way, this is where yeah. we spend most of our time. And I, I would have thought if you're a prospective player that's looking to sign for Torquay United, you'd go, I'll have a bit of this. <laughs> there is a shotgun going in the distance, so, so if that gets any closer, I'm off, by the way. <laughs> okay. There, there's been a lot of talk this week, not not in Torquay, but more up in Somerset, about Yeovil yep. and Gary Johnson's long-standing links to Yeovil. 
You twice. had a chat with him about this earlier I, in the week. I did, you? I did, and he was uh, uh, he was ready for that chat. Yeah. He knew it was coming. Um, manager there twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he win two promotions there? I think he probably did. Um, took him uh, into the championship. Uh, uh, and took him all the way up into the championship. Um, uh, and obviously very close links with them. They sacked Darren Way last weekend. Uh, Yeovil fans clamouring for Gary Johnson to be brought back. Uh, he knew, I think, the phone call was coming, and he was adamant right from the word go, no way, Jose. Yeah. Uh, which was obviously great for United fans to hear. Um, we've just been chatting to him about it. He, he absolutely hopes that Yeovil stay up this season. Uh, yes, and doesn't yeah. come down, even though, of course, if United go up and Yeovil came down, they would meet next year, which would be, I think United fans would love that. Quite pro- fancy a, that. A prospect, yeah, yeah. But Gary does not want that scenario. No. He wants Yeovil to stay up. Um, and, um, yeah, good luck to him. I think United fans were hugely relieved. You know, often in these situations, managers come out, you know, when this sort of speculation is flying around and they give a kind of a half an answer. Well, I'm very flattered to be blah, 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 but not, etc. And it, and they leave it hanging in the air. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, Gary Johnson definitely didn't do that. There, there was no, no room for manoeuvring. No, there, there was wasn't. There. He, no. he came out, look, Yeovil is finished. I've had my time and done there. But even more important, you know, there's no way I would dream of leaving Torquay. No, now, let's face it, if Real Madrid come in and want to, want Gary Johnson to go and be, be manager... He'd be tempted, wouldn't he? he would, yeah. He'd have to be tempted. Yeah. Of course, he's, 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 uh, that goes without saying. But at this sort of level, what he's saying is that what he's got going and the club has got going at the moment, why would I walk away from this at the moment? Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. that, that came as a big relief to Torquay fans to hear that. Yeah, quite true. Quite true. Well, looking, I mean, it, who wouldn't be excited about the 10 days, the eight day spell that we've Three got? Three games, ahead? eight days, Wheelstone, um, uh, uh, Chelmsford next Tuesday night, and then the Woking game on the Saturday. It, it's, but Gary Johnson is quite right to stress that the important games are Wheelstone yeah. and Chelmsford. No mention of working at the moment, no, no mention of working, and, and absolutely right, because if United win these next two home games, it could, it yeah. could, it won't solve Woking, and it won't, it mm. won't. It's most unlikely that anything will be settled at Woking. But you imagine, it's about pressure, isn't it, at this stage of the season? Yeah. You imagine the extra pressure that puts Woking under, and that's what, yeah. the, 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 what we're dealing with. And when he's saying that the crowd have a big part to play, I don't think that was just a manager's attitude. No. I, I think he's genuinely, I, you know, he, the, the rapport that this group of players has built up with the fans all around the ground I, not just the pop side no 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 I, I, it's I immense think, isn't yeah, it absolutely uh, you know Wheelstone will be coming down on Saturday I'm sure they'll be relishing it and and you can see it in some of their fans social media stuff the, 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 the club you know they are looking forward to this big day out at Torquay they know the position Torquay are in they actually are looking forward to playing in front of the biggest crowd they've played in front of this season yeah. but that's one thing when you actually come out at Playmore and there's maybe hopefully 3,000 people there and everybody's up for it, uh, uh, you know you're away from home. Yeah. And, and the more that happens on Saturday, you know, the better. One fan, of course, who, who, when I say of course, 
uh, I have to reveal, won't be there on Saturday, yeah. mainly because he can't. Paul Bastard, who everybody, I'm sure the vast majority of plain more regular supporters will know him. He was in a, he's in a video, there's a chap, I've forgotten the name of the chap, I do apologise, but there's a chap who does ground hopping and does videos, who was at Concord oh. last week, made a really good video of this, which I'll try and put a link to in here, but um, yeah, he's captured Paul in full effect, running along well, the Well, it, uh, the it, it all there. came when Jamie Reid had a shot in the second half, which their keeper, I, did, I wasn't sure at the time, because I was at a completely different angle, but, but most of the United fans were behind that goal. Uh, great run by Seiko Janis, slipped the ball to Jamie Reid, onto his right foot, shot, the keeper tips it onto the post and behind, and the referee gives a goal kick. And Paul's <laughs> scandalised run across the back, <laughs> the back of that stand to plead with the linesman. Yeah. Did you not? Well, oh, well, that I must... dare say it was more yeah. of a pleading. But anyway, so that's that clip. Of, well, I of think Paul. that is actually on the video yeah, in that case. Yeah. So uh, um, there you go. Uh, but Paul, very sadly, uh, um, has ruptured has in a Achilles tendon in a great cause. He's a, he's a fit lad and he was playing squash one yeah. evening this week and he's ruptured his Achilles tendon and he's waiting for a date for, he's hoping it'll be next week uh, when he can have some surgery and, and get it sorted. He's desperate to have that happen rather than hobble around and, of course, and yeah. uh, you know, he's, he's uh, um, middle-aged now, uh, very fit middle-aged, but um, I'm sure everybody, nearly everybody at Playmore must know him. He's, he's yeah, dressed, very much. Re- dressed yeah. from lifelong Gulls fanatic. No, no, nobody supports the club with more passion than he does. And of course, he has this extraordinary routine of driving down from South Manchester where he lives to play more for home games and every away game. He duly was at Concord last Saturday. And he's, the so, man, he's the man who got as far as Kurzweil Gardens when the Chelmsford game was called He off. was. Anyway, uh, um, he won't be able to make it because he's um, hors de combat at the moment. <laughs> Um, cast in his box. He's a great horse racing fan and uh, he texted me and said, Dave, I am cast in my box, which is what happens to racehorses when they do something bad to themselves. Um, anyway, so he is hoping to yeah. be at Woking. He's got his tickets for there and if he has to jump on a train and taxi it and get lifts, then he will be. And I'm sure there'll be a queue of people who, uh, when they hear this, will say, well, if Paul needs picking up from anywhere or dropping off, uh, um, he only, you know, he only has to uh, to ask. They so, won't be short um, of volunteers. So fingers crossed for him that that he can get back at back in action for these last few matches. Well, thanks very much for your time. I, I could stand here and wax lyrical about this setting for the rest of the day. To be honest, it's um, <laughs> guy, you've but, got work to do. I know, yeah. I know. Duty calls. Yeah. Thanks for your time. We will see you at Plainmore on Saturday and on Tuesday, three o'clock Saturday. 7.45 Tuesday. Do come up and say hello. It's always good to uh, to hear what you think of the podcast. And the uh, as the lawnmower is approaching rapidly, we better sign off. As usual, come, come on, on you, you yellows. yellows. You've been listening to the Herald Express Devon Live Talk United Yellow Army podcast, recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DL, or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talkie United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.